Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, or any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those. Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is June 9th, 2023, and this is kind of in a way how my last week went. So as far as time, i putting time and some effort into this power platform at Makers Bootcamp uh, Crash Course, <laughs> what I think they call it a, a bootcamp, not a bootcamp, challenge, that's how... Microsoft learned on uh, the platform that Microsoft uses for kind of educational purposes. That's how they call them. They call them uh, challenges. So I'm doing one, and it should be coming into an end this week. It started easier, and then it got kind of difficult <laughs> towards the, after a couple of days in. So I had to spend more time with it. Last Sunday, I had a family dinner that my mom was hosting for a couple of cousins and my aunt that's in town visiting. Last Tuesday, it was 4th of July here in the U.S. And my and the company, and I, it was a company, I was off of work, you can say that. I participated in the blood drive that they had at work which for blood donations did a couple walks went to yoga a couple times did a couple home chores spend more time on youtube that i thought that i usually spend um which i'm not definitely proud of because i now it just feels like i just went in a deep dive right i'm interested and it was more of a of a distraction I started some French lessons, and this is with the use of a app called Forever Fluent. The app started with uh, f- uh, but the creator of the app or the founder 
It's the author of the book, the same name, Forever Fluent. I listened to the audiobook after I heard it from one of the podcasts that I listened to. So I, this is how I, yeah, this is how I end up, it ended up happening. I was thinking about, for some reason, I was thinking about learning French because I'm in this Paris, mostly Paris obsession right now. I think it's coming out to Berlin, but this week definitely was still uh, present. So I've been thinking about that. And what I did is I knew this podcaster, this podcast, they have talked about language learning. So I went into his feed and I searched for language. I look for French. I think I look for just languages. And one of the episodes that he did was uh, learning languages fast or something along those lines. He's also done some other uh, some other episodes, some other um, yeah, some other uh, episodes on um, teaching his kids French or language, second language. So, anyways, one of the, his <clears throat> recommendation was the book, and I just kind of bought the audiobook because I had some credits. I had some credits in Audible that I wanted to use, so I went ahead and did that. And the method kind of makes sense. He starts with pronunciation, then he goes into vocabulary, and then he goes into making sentences. And the last bit was really, it's a little bit of a merge. Because he challenges what do you want from the language. And at that point, you look for advanced vocabulary. So you start looking into really specific words you might use depending on what you want to get from the language or let's say if you want to go if you like cooking well then maybe some of the words that you should be looking at that are not in the most frequently used words some of those advanced words for kitchen for cooking then you should be looking into that and then expanding into reading in the language listening to music watching video watching content uh, on the language and stuff like that so anyways, that clicked. I read it through it again. In one of the, as I was looking for the resources for the book, it, you know, he was funneling people to the app because that's what he he has turned all his resources into. Is he turned them into an app? I think has been live for the last five years or so. So I decided to give it a try, and I'm in the free trial right now. It's been three days, and I like it so far. I get it. It's definitely based on flashcards and space repetition, which I use a little bit when I was studying for the CAPM. So I'm familiarized with that, and that's I, I know that's something that works for me when it comes to learning and retaining material. So that was definitely this past week, and also I went to Nordstrom Rack and Costco on the, I went to get my mom a gift. Well, a gift that she's going to give somebody else. And then I went to Costco because I was already in the in the area to get some uh, some groceries. As far as attention goes, that audiobook that I just mentioned, Fooling Forever by Gabriel Weiner. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. The Way to Love is <clears throat> by Anthony Nemello. It's I'm coming to an, to an end. I read it mostly in the mornings whenever I'm... Getting my morning sunlight. Also, the Daily Stoic, which I read after meditation. 
I'll try to do my morning meditation. Definitely spend more time on YouTube, mostly around Paris and this YouTuber creator, Jay Swanson. He has a whole bunch of content around Paris and what to do and whatever not. He has a a guide that he's, he's kind of funneling people towards. But I found him... I found him through Nathaniel Drew, yeah. And I so this week I also kind of deep down, I was really <laughs> I watch all his content. I, I just he's just funny. He's kind of so I find him entertaining. So therefore, the, it became an it became an um, an escape from the work that I was doing this past week, out of the monotony from the week. Really, that's mostly what it came out to be. So I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of that and not let it get away. But I did manage to listen to a couple of podcasts this week. As far as my body goes, I went to two yoga classes. I donated blood. Went on a couple of walks. Except for the Wednesday. Wednesday, I didn't do anything as far as no walk or... Or yoga, that was the day that I donated blood, and I chose a later. Well, it wasn't later; it was like one thirty time a time slot for my donation. So by that time, I would be going to go to, going to yoga or on a walk. It would be five thirty, and I felt like with the heat that we were go, were going through here in Texas. <clears throat> I just didn't feel like it was the right thing for me to go out there and work out. They actually don't recommend for you to do anything as far as lifting. And yoga, the type of um, yoga that I use, vinyasa, there's at times there's um, there's more body weight type of exercises. You might do some push-up related things. Excuse me. You might be on your hands. So that might actually put more strain on my arm. And I just felt like didn't I did I just didn't feel like that was the right decision, so I started to skip it for the moment. My nutrition was average, and aside from earlier on the week, whenever I had some leftovers still from the family dinner family dinner on Sunday, there was some sweets that I had then. <clears throat> so I don't know if so. At the beginning of the week, it might not have been like on point. But then later in the week, it got better. So bathroom breaks are pretty constant, probably from the family dinner. I had more rice, more, probably a little more fiber. So definitely that helped. In the instances, I had some instances sometimes of low energy through the week. And I think it was maybe a combination of <clears throat> that I had too much sugar early in the week and my body was maybe looking for more of that since i'm not gonna give it more sugar it was like oh well, you're not gonna get more sugar then you know what just go ahead and take a nap because that's i'm gonna make you feel like you need a nap and that's what it felt like a little bit and also i wasn't trying to have more coffee because i've been down that path before and i know that was a losing battle so i also didn't give it more coffee aside from just decaf i did give it some decaf around noon or so so there was some caffeine, but not like another cup of fully caffeinated coffee. Fully caffeinated, you know, coffee. 
as far as my mind goes, really, you know, I was a little bit, felt strained during the middle of the week. And I think it was because I was paying, I'm trying to pay attention to many things at once. And just feeling, feeling stuck, right? Here I am, I'm trying to do this power app, um, power platform app maker challenge. At the same time, I have this thing that I want to go to Paris. <clears throat> I also want to have this thing that I want to learn French. At the same time, I haven't been to yoga this week. I haven't been to walking this week. Oh, wait, and aren't you getting divorced too? Or trying to get divorced? Oh, wait, aren't you trying to get your finances in order? Like like the book, Your Money or Your Life, that you read a couple months ago? Oh, wait, isn't the house falling apart? All these things, right? So I felt like all these things were coming out in my head. And at times, I'm, I try not to, because I was just tried. I always think that it's just me being weak whenever I feel like my body needs a break. A break just to digest of everything that I've put in it, of all the input that I brought in. And that's also another thing that happened this past week. I just needed to give it a break from input. Okay, I'd, to say, you've had enough, deal with what you have, prioritize what you have, know what you already kind of went through already, like, for example, stuff from the house. You already thought about this already. You already know that there's a reason why you're not putting more money in the house right now. Because if I'm going to lose, no, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, if the house doesn't end up being mine completely 100% and it has to be sold, then I just don't feel like I want to put a lot of money into making it more towards me when it would be easier just to make it fit somebody else. Like paint on the walls white, just get the repairs to look semi-decent, and that way it sells quick. Instead of me trying to think about, oh, what color should I paint it, and decided what to do here and what to do there, and put in more energy and emotion, <clears throat> and emotional attachment to it. And that's really the... Actually, it was the last thing I wrote about it is maybe this comes down to struggles with my attachment in and all that I have to discover and all I have to learn. This came definitely from the book, How to Love, The, the Way to Love. <laughs> I've changed the title like a, thousand <laughs> a couple of times now, but I, I believe it's The Way to Love. That's something that... He hits heavily on that book and the book Awareness, which I read before this one, is Attachments. And if I put more effort into the house, aside from just maintaining it, it's just kind of, it's, it will make the attachment stronger. And there's attachments that I have to my house, to the life that I don't have, with the wife that I don't have anymore, to the kids that I don't have, to the friends that I lost, all these attachments, right? To the school that I went to, to the, where I study in school, all of these things. And there's things that make it easier for me to understand. Okay, this is what you're really that you've you're put too much you're putting effort into this. You're trying to keep this and not break away from it. That's why you struggle with it so much. So, for example, the house, that's the reason why it's not working because I don't want to get more attached to it. Because all I, I've realized that I use so much 
that I didn't use as much as I thought of the house. A lot of the house is goes on use. I have a third room that I don't use much anymore. The cats use it more than I do. It's my storage for my yoga mat. Because I leave it there to hang dry in a little... In a rack. That's about as much. And I can put it somewhere else. I just... I'd rather have it out of sight if I can. Aside from that, I use that. The kitchen. The office. Because I do have a separate space for the office. Because I have it. Because if I didn't have that, I will work just fine in, in the living room. I do... I would like to have a dedicated desk for it. No work on a kitchen a kitchen table or a dining room table. But it doesn't have to be in an office. Like, I, I don't... Sometimes I struggle a little bit that I maybe think about work too much. But also, I'm in the computer quite a bit. And sometimes, whenever I'm out, I'm at work, quote-unquote, I'm doing something that is personal. Or I thought about something personal. So I just... I'm more, I'm trying to be more strict as far as just general computer time and not so much about work time. Am I putting effort into something in the front of the computer or do I need to take a break from it? Because it just strings my eyes and also my head and my mind as well. But that's something else, you know, that that, that energy that uh, that I'm spending. Another thing that I wrote down in my mind is the energy and time spent daydreaming about Paris and speaking French. Being a French-speaking digital nomad in Paris, instead I could, I could go solid uh, in that, in what I'm willing to make, and what sacrifices I'm willing to make to make that happen, instead of daydreaming about it. Right? What I know what I want. If that's what you want, what are you willing to sacrifice? What is it going to lose? It's place in your priority list or in your priorities or in the priority. What priority do you have right now? Or is your priority right now aligned with the, the desire that you have? And I don't have an answer to those questions. And then, you know, going down the path of comparing myself to somebody else. You know, the what I wrote down is the life of non-existing parallel universe Luis. He lives in my in my he lives my dream life. He lives my dream life because he doesn't exist. Right, so that was kind of how things were a little bit. Um this week it wasn't like too terrible, but um I just need to kind of bring some things to reality instead of just kinda keeping my head in a way, so to speak, in the cloud. As far as on the spiritual side, I didn't write much of anything this week. Uh, nothing to add. On the community side, it was just a family dinner last Sunday. It's always kind of, I was glad, really, that that happened. Um, but got a little awkward here and there. But aside from that, it was really still a family thing. So it was bound to get awkward from time to time. In the finances side, mostly just groceries, the small dinner out, and the French Lessons app, which I haven't paid for yet because I'm in the free trial, and that is until the 20th. I think I'm going to pay for it. It's $100, so it's not 
like outrageous, $100 a year for 12 months. So it's not outrageous. At least I don't find it outrageous for something that I potentially can learn something from. And the reason why I'm looking... So I can see how French, it, it just makes sense. I'm interested in the language because Spanish is my first language. That's my, what, you, what you could say, the, my native tongue. The pronunciation is not as difficult. It, it is difficult in some to listen to the slight different cues. I believe that is mostly because I've lived in the States for 17 years, 16 years. And my hearing has been more tuned to the I guess, language of Louisiana and Texas, which is very, it's not, it's English, but there's still slight little differences here and there while people pronounce things. The other thing is actually living in Louisiana had help a little bit because even learning to pronounce quote-unquote correctly last names in, like a last name in Louisiana, it's actually, it's, it's because it's French. People think that, the, you know, people are not like to pronounce their last names in French, even though they have no connection with it. I, they don't speak French. Some of them do Cajun French, which is a, a slang, mostly, version of French. But the French influence is pretty heavy in South Louisiana. I can't recall, since I never lived in North Louisiana, I'm not sure. But I know I, I can speak of South Louisiana, like, close to what you would consider like the heel, not the the point of the boot because that's New Orleans, so definitely there, but also towards the heel and onward. So the farther you're away from Houston, the far the more uh, you see the the French influence. So in different last names like Benoit, Arsenault, the way you know the A U X well actually it's E U X in French or A U X in Louisiana a lot of it like names like Arsenault is um, Thibodeau, but the way you pronounce it is similar to French. So I've kind of picked up on some of that. And it appears that because some of the words that are in English are also French, French like, I don't know, um, well, no, baguette is something, but there was a couple of ones I can't think of any right at this moment, but I'm sure there's a lot of words surrounding me right now that are probably, that come from French. Um, just because they're pronounced slightly different. So French makes sense in that, in that, um, that way. It makes sense that way to learn French. Now, what I'm struggling with is I really do I have the time and we're going to dedicate the time. The app is going to be fun for a while. And I'm sure at some point it's going to get not fun. Like it's not going to be any fun. Most likely that's going to happen after the 14-day trial. So I'm going to be $100 in. I'm not enjoying the app. What is going to be my motivation to learn it? Why do I want to learn French? Because it's practical. Because it's spoken... Aside from Chinese, Mandarin, Cantonese... Um, you kind of put them together, even though they're they're definitely you know, they're considered different. But to say Mandarin or Canton, I think Mandarin is um, 
so it says Chinese, then Hindi, English, and I think it might be, and then there might be French after that, and then Spanish. The jump for me to speak Chinese and Hindi is huge, like it's huge. Oh, Arabic is. I think Arabic might be the third. Is it the third or the fourth? I think I believe is Chinese, Hindi, English, Arabic, and French. So the top five, I speak two, and the other three are very difficult. <laughs> like, and they're very difficult because it's just a different, just different, like different. There, there's very little to none. Really, aside from maybe Spanish and some words that have come from Arabic. But that's about it. Aside from that, it's a different way of writing. It's just different. On both. On all three, right? So none, not even like, oh, if you learn one, you can get the other three. No, they're all three. The three of them are different. But because of population, they're mostly spoken. They're, they're considered the mostly spoken languages because of population. Um... Because of the number of people to speak it, right? So I'm going for French because of that. And also, it's spoken widely in a lot of Africa as well. Which I do um, track with people for work. The French culture is influenced. It has influenced a lot of the world. Similar to the Western culture. Like the US American culture. And also wanted to... I always wanted to learn third language i tried to learn italian i didn't give it a full run maybe i will go back to italian at some point depending on how this experiment with french goes italian would be similar to but I, I don't know i i might be getting my head i might be biting more than what i can chew but the time that i'm creating by optimizing product meeting improve my productivity, having a less complicated life, having less commitments. It has to yield something. Aside from me spending a lot of time on my own and reading. Like, it's a, it's good. I, like, I want to have the time for that. But I also want to leave time for other things. Things that maybe would cause interruptions or can, might be considered interruptions. Because those are... Those are the things that add a little bit of fat, a little bit of uh, interest in your life. And I think of my life. At times, it feels like it lacks interest, and I'm not looking for drama because it's not the kind of interest that I want. But I think there's an other kind of interest that I could add, or that I can seek, or leave room for not cause but maybe just kind of cultivate a little bit and this that's my be yeah and like how it felt i mean i can just i don't i want to say cool but i think it would just feel like an accomplishment that in a year let's say i I'm fairly confident in French, right? I can at least know a lot of the language. 
and I'm able to spend three months in, in somewhere in France so that I can really immerse myself. So I think that to me that sounds like an interesting challenge. And that's going to bring its own set of interesting little things. Not sure how that's going to look. Not sure where that's going to take me. But right now it just feels like this is what I'm trying to leave room for. For these things. For... To get my mind onto things so that it doesn't become dull sometimes, right? Something to think about. Something that is interesting. That I'm interested in. And therefore, I'm keeping my mind busy with that. Instead of assuming because I'm not interested in, I don't know, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, that, that I shouldn't be thinking of anything else. Because uh, nothing else is worth it than... I don't know, artificial intelligence and things, those big topics. <laughs> that is silly just to think that way. That because I cannot spend time thinking that I don't have any wants or have the capacity maybe or have the brain power or whatever you want to call it to put those subjects in my head and carry them with me that I shouldn't be thinking of anything else. That I'm basically worthless. That... You know, the go big or go home kind of thing. That mindset is really toxic. And that is very much in, in the culture. And I embrace it sometimes. But <clears throat> I learned to, to think that that's also a way for for other people to... It also it leaves room for those that can win at that game. Trying to get everybody else out. And because I have an option and I still have some agency over myself, I'm choosing to spend time thinking about maybe not scientific stuff that maybe I wasn't always attracted to. But to put effort into learning something that sounds interesting. I'm, I'm mumbling a lot, but... Um, Trying to, to you know to keep focus on on a lot of on some of it, and not kind of fry myself, and just to know when I've thought about things enough, when this is just enough thinking is time for doing. You know, I, yeah, I think that might be it. Enough thinking and enough thinking and it's time for doing. <laughs>